We called it the Power Hour last time. Was it the Power Hour? Oh, the man, Power okay. Hour. That, I kind of no, like, don't like that anymore. Now I like producership <laughs> again. <laughs> Welcome to the WP Candy Podcast, episode 17. Uh, I'm your host, Ryan. Uh, joining me, as mostly usual, is Brian Krogsgaard. Hi, Brian. Hey, Ryan. And uh, you're traveling today. We're, we're talking to you from a hotel room, right? I am on the road today in the hotel, nice. the Hampton Inn, the best place to <laughs> podcast from. Well, you would be the best person then to comment on the the best and the worst hotels then, right? Like, if I'm ever going someplace and I've got to choose between, you know, a couple of three. Because you do this pretty often, right? For yeah, I travel maybe 80 to 100 nights a year right now. That's that's probably more than most. Yeah. More than most. <laughs> that's more than I, more than I travel. Um, no, that's cool. Well, thanks for... Uh, helping out on the podcast today, we're we're getting closer to a regular um, a regular weekly show. Uh, I think our our best step forward in that direction was me handing some of the tasks and responsibility over to you, and I think that'll help us <laughs> be more regular <laughs> since I am far from reliable. Um, so yeah, well, uh, th- thanks thanks for doing that. I think you have a, a list of well, quite a bit of stuff has gone on since the last time we did a podcast. Yeah, it's been a couple of weeks. Yeah. Our almost weekly podcast. Yeah, there we go. The WP Candy almost weekly, mostly, kind of, sometime. And it uh, looks like the sound... Yeah, sound is okay in the chat room. Good deal. So, I guess the first sort of inside baseball news for us would be that we're in the dashboard now, in the Planet dashboard feed, which is pretty cool. Absolutely. We're, we now, <laughs> yeah. under the... The intriguing title, Other WordPress News. Yeah, exactly, exactly. We joined the, um, it's actually very, it's really a small group um, with the, when we were added, and I see Jeff's in the in the um, stream chat room at wpcandy.com slash stream. Uh, his blog, WP Tavern, was added as well, and did a little bit of cleanup. I think there's, I think there are about two dozen odd sites in there right now, um, so it's awesome to be there. We're really, uh, uh, really humbled by it, really excited by it. Um, to sort of be, you know, validated in that sense uh, in the community is pretty cool. It's certainly weird to think about it when you, you know, I mean, I don't know how many people actually look at that widget in the dashboard, but when you think about how many could possibly be looking at it, it's pretty incredible. Oh, yeah, yeah, and we haven't, it's only been uh, really 10 days that we've been in the feed, so not long enough to really try to analyze what kind of uh, effect it has, um, but that'll be a post, you know, in a couple months when we really feel like we know what uh, what it kind of boost it does provide, we'll definitely look at, because, I, you know, there aren't, like I said, there aren't that many sites that that have touched the dashboard quite quite that way, so it'll be fun to kind of see what, what that actually looks like. Um, but yeah, you're right, the, the traffic potential is huge. Yeah, especially, it's going to, you know, it might change the demographic we're looking at too you know i think we probably did a pretty decent job of targeting 
people that are very knowledgeable about WordPress and developers and, you know, people that at least dabble into their, their theme development and maybe play with some plugins. And now we might get a little more of a broad audience. Yeah, I mean, from, yeah, just like you're saying, from developers and maybe business owners to now anybody using WordPress is the potential audience, which is definitely a shift in gears uh, for us. Um, there is there there was I did see somebody comment on our on our post and say oh this is such great news that's so awesome for you guys I'm gonna go unsubscribe from the site now that you're gonna be in the dashboard <laughs> I was like oh well, that's, yeah that's such a that's an awesome but not awesome thing at the same time uh, yeah thank you for that yeah no kidding um, but uh, still still pretty cool uh, definitely definitely exciting and that's you know until we know more that's pretty much uh, all to say about that. Uh, we still have the, the dashboard feed plugin. I think it's just called uh, WP Candy Dashboard Feed. And, uh, you know, that's that's still nice if you really like our site and want to pull in, you know, more than what the planet brings or other categories and stuff like that. I mean, we'll still maintain it and keep it around, but, um, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll take the planet over our own plugin anytime. Absolutely. So let's see. Well, you had uh, an experience uh, since the last podcast. Uh, I see here in the notes your um, first WordCamp meetup, right? Or WordPress meetup, sorry. Yeah, it was my first one uh, in Birmingham, my hometown, uh, in the upstairs of a bar and had a upgrade party. And I'm trying to remember how many we ended up upgrading. There were about nine or ten of us there and maybe mm-hmm. upgraded uh, 15 sites or so. But it was nice to meet some people, some uh local Alabama people, and it was a lot of fun. Really enjoyed it. Uh, it's nice to be able to talk about WordPress and say the word WordPress, and people look at you uh, totally normal, and that, you know they know what you're talking about. So that was a, it was a good time. Yeah, it sounded like it. I was I was surprised that you, because uh, hasn't the, the Birmingham meetup group has been going on for a while, right? Yeah, it's or been... It uh, Maybe, I, I guess I don't know. I don't live in Birmingham. I don't think it's brand new. Yeah, I think they've met a few times, and, uh, you know, there's a couple of people in Alabama that are pretty big into the WordPress community, and um, they're trying to get it kicking again, and uh, Sarah Cannon took the lead on this last one, and it was a lot of fun, hoping to have one every month going from here. Very cool. We've been, uh, we've had, uh, um, just started in the past couple of months, uh, a Fort Wayne meetup, uh, which there have been two meetings now to two monthly meetings and that's been fun um you know mostly so far just kind of getting it started and finding out what the right format is and things like that but you know it's it, like you said it's great to be around a small group it's nothing really nothing like a word camp experience um just because you have you know usually i mean we, we we've had a dozen maybe a little bit more than that show up but it's really you know it's a lot less formal and people are really just kind of sharing tips and stories and what they've been doing with wordpress and um, we have kind of planned in some small presentations, but nothing big yet because it's still kind of growing. But I like it. It's 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 a nice. Uh, it's kind of cool. It actually makes me want it want it to happen more often than once a month. But I know that's probably pushing it. Yeah, you you might get uh, fewer visitors that way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, no, that's cool. I'm uh, I'm interested to hear how that goes. I mean, it, um, they're really we've talked about this in the past that they're be cool to kind of have some way to sort of see more. Uh, more uh, sort of what's happening in the meetup groups since they happen a lot more often. You know, there are you know, probably dozens happening every month that nobody really knows about because they don't live in that area. It'd be cool to kind of have some mechanism on the site where we could 
publish those things. But that's you know that's a, all the way back to inside baseball again. Um, cool. What do you want to talk about? We've got a big list of all sorts of stuff here. Uh, what what calls out to you? Well, I think there's a couple of uh, interesting news items that have come up over the last couple of weeks. The 3.2 roadmap, um, you know, the vague plans at least. Uh, you wrote the post on that one if you want to talk a little bit about it. Yeah, no, I think that would be, that's yeah, that's probably pretty high on the list. Let me pull that up just to refresh myself. So the 3.2 roadmap, you know, just to kind of disclaimer, this is this is totally, it should be considered um almost fantasy talk like this this is stuff that isn't what 3.2 will be it's what it could be it's everything is still uh discussions are happening and and uh, different decisions are being made and, and assignments and timelines and all that stuff is still up in the air but it's fun to look at it and see what what could be coming down the line and kind of talk about it um so wordpress 3.2 the the one thing that jumped out to me the most was that well Mark Jaquith is 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 running this release cycle and says it wants that he that he wants it to happen faster. I think they say this about every time that they want the release to come <laughs> faster than the previous one. So that's probably always a goal with every new release, uh, which makes sense. Um, but also yeah. that kind of carries over. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say I remember Matt said somewhere uh, that really the goal because I guess a, a few versions ago they were kind of doing three or four. Uh, major releases a year, and then the goal was kind of to go to two major releases a year, but then 3.0 and 3.1 really ended up being uh, one major release each year, and I guess they're trying to get back to the that goal of two per year. So once every six months seems about right to me. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's definitely the goal. Uh, and that sort of mantra with the kind of faster, uh, smoother, release cycle carries over into what they're actually doing uh, with this cycle. Um, I guess the, the theme is faster and lighter, um, dropping things uh, or beginning to drop things that won't be required in the future and uh, implementing some speed improvements across the board, which are kind of technical and not that much to talk about. But probably the biggest things that I saw people excited about would be is, is the requirement of PHP 5 and uh, MySQL 5, which are sort of developer um, Advancements, but everybody is excited about that. And also, the end of life for IE6 compatibility with the WordPress uh, dashboard, which yeah. you know we would, uh, definitely was held on to for quite a while. I think if YouTube can do it, we can do it. At, at this point, I think almost everybody has. So that's that's uh, um, seems fine to to move along with. Uh, an interesting um, sort of addition that they referred to, or that that Mark referred to, in sort of the list on the development blog. Uh, and you can find this if you, you know, wpcandy.com uh, news section. We have the, the 3.2, um, and we'll put it in the show notes. But he referred to this as sort of their line item feature edition will be a fresh implementation of distraction-free writing. So it sounds like they'll be taking inspiration from WriteRoom, OmWriter, uh, some of these apps that basically strip away everything from the screen. There's an implementation of this currently in WordPress, but it sounds like they want to kind of revisit it and revamp it a bit. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, honestly, I've never even thought about it. Uh, it actually inspired me to to download one. That's going to be my pick later. Um, mm -hmm. But you know, for the people that are the the true bloggers writing 
long-form type of posts, I can certainly understand why it would be advantageous to have something like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see how it comes together because actually my writing workflow tends to be, well, it tends to, it tends to vary. If it's something that is where most of our news posts are, 300 to 400 words, maybe, sometimes even less than that, I'll usually just write that right in the, you know, the, the add new post screen and usually doesn't take very long, so I don't worry about it. If I'm writing something that, or if I'm drafting something that's longer, I find I tend to do that outside of WordPress and then bring it into WordPress once I have sort of a first draft ready. I don't, I don't find myself, I, I definitely never use the full screen editor in WordPress. Do you, do you ever use it? Uh, I do sometimes. Um, I definitely change the size of it over in the settings. I think mm-hmm. I did that to the, the WP Candy one, not realizing it would do it site-wide. Oh, I see. Um, but if I'm writing a long post, if it's if I know it's going to be over a 1,000 words, then I'll just write out a draft in Notepad++ or something, and I'll do the same thing. I'll bring it over. Um, so I might, you know, I might use it for that kind of scenario where I'm writing a longer post and I, I just want to get out that rough draft. But honestly, I really like to, as the post is coming along, I like to see kind of what the visual editor does and I know a lot of people rail on the visual editor and you know it's like you can't be a developer and use the visual editor it's kind of the you have to be (laughs) comfortable toggling back and forth uh, pretty often yeah yeah so at least once a day yeah yeah I definitely in my big posts I'm constantly toggling between the two editors because I just want to see how it's looking visually in addition to uh, you know what's going on in the HTML editor so I have, to, I have to ask, how bummed were you? Because I know the the one, uh, I don't know if we said it in a uh, couple podcasts ago or what, but I, I know you were, hope, you were hoping that a media manager overload would be coming in the next version of WordPress, and it doesn't look like that's going to happen with 3.2. Did that bum you out? Yeah, was, that was actually my comment on the other post, and I, I linked to the, I'm sorry, the WordPress development blog mm-hmm. on the post that uh, Mark put up, and uh I asked a question if the overhaul of the media handling was in the works for 3.2, and I linked to the Google Summer of Code 2011 planning where it said it was going to happen this year, and I got a a nice, simple answer from Mark that just said, not for 3.2. Right. (laughs) And that was was where it was left, so I guess it's going to be a pretty big overhaul for media, unfortunately, but I'm certainly going to be looking forward to that one. Yeah, that'll be a fun one. I'm actually pulling up because... uh, at WordCamp Miami, uh, Andrew Nason and, and, and Mark Jaquith led a sort of developer Q&A session for one of the one of the sessions, and the media manager uploader tool was one of was one of the questions. I'm going to see if I actually mentioned it in the live blog or not. Let me see here. Uh, scroll to that part. But what I what I remember them saying was. I think it might have been somebody either asking about a Google Summer of Code project or just a project to undertake on track, uh, sort of changing some stuff about how the media media manager works. And the the response back was uh, that they wouldn't recommend do, that it was that would be sort of a big project in and of itself that would take the whole team working on it. That one person wouldn't be able to to do it. That they personally each didn't want to undertake it on their own. That they wanted to see everybody focus on it for a while. So it sounds yeah. it sounds like it'll be a beast uh, once it actually does start to happen. And I understand that. I do hope, though, you know, there's that there's that thing that could happen where everybody says, "Oh, well, the the media, you know, part of WordPress is going to be overhauled, so let's not waste our time improving little stuff." Um, and if you say that for three or four or five versions, 
uh, then you end up with maybe an even bigger mess than you started with. So I hope that you know the smaller fixes uh, won't get ignored uh, while we wait for the overhaul, because then I think it'll just make it even worse once it actually comes along. Right. I, I have a feeling it's 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 coming uh, coming along. Uh, just uh, you know, like everything good, patience, slow cooking, that sort of thing. So that's pretty much 3.2. Uh, you know, I'm hoping above all that everything goes smoothly uh, and that no sort of bumps are hit. I mean, it sounded really with 3.1. Uh, you know, all accounts sort of sounded like everything that could go wrong went wrong. You know, nobody's fault. It just uh, everything that sort of could stack up to make a development project go slower kind of all happened at once. So uh, hopefully everything, you know, karma works to everyone's benefit for 3.2. <laughs> yeah, hopefully they'll have the good karma. Yeah, the good karma rather than the not good. <laughs> yeah. So let's see here. Uh, did want to mention, uh, just to say this so that we don't uh, run out of time, that um, the discount code that the Renix gave in the interview that you uh, posted last week, that that expires in a couple days, two days? Yeah, days? it expires the last day of March, which I'm terrible at this. Is there 31, or are there 31 days in March? Yes, yes. And I know this because I'm receiving a package on the 31st, and I know that that's Thursday. So I know that there's okay. one. Otherwise, I wouldn't know. <laughs> I People count their knuckles, and I, I never understand that. Uh, I, I, yeah. You, I'm with you on that. <laughs> I have no idea what that. I, I mean... I would count them, but they'd always be the same number, so I, I don't know how. <laughs> yeah, but nevertheless, they yeah they it's their 21st wedding anniversary. Uh, it was on the 23rd when we published the post, and you know they were nice enough to to give the discount code, so it's 21% off in honor of their wedding anniversary. And the code is in the interview. Uh, it's towards the end of the interview. If you want to skip me uh, a little bit, but um, yeah, it was a lot of fun doing that interview. They're really nice people, and I'm actually probably going to pick up their replicator plug-in uh, later tonight, so I'm looking forward to that. Oh, very cool. You have a multi-site uh, that you're looking to replicate some sites on. Uh, if I remember right, that basically takes everything with one, or takes an entire site and duplicates it into another in instance on the multi-site. Is that right? Yeah, and it takes a lot more than just what would happen if you exported your posts. So I think it's really probably best for the type of sites where you have kind of a, of a vanilla setup where you might have the same five or six pages on, on multiple uh, multiple sites and you just want to take your your pages and you want to take your widget settings and your plugins and you want to take everything and just put it on a new site on the network and you know it I don't know I don't even know how much it is but it's not that much money and if it saves you half an hour or an hour, a dozen times or, or, you know, half a dozen times, then it's well worth the money. So I'm pretty pretty uh, excited about giving it a test drive, plus it's got an awesome name. Yeah, that is a good name. It, it almost, it sounds like, uh, it sounds like what I'll, what, it's, it actually sounds like what Terminator 5 will be named. It'll be Terminator 5 <laughs> or Replicator. Or yeah, the like Replicator. He'll <laughs> um, be back. Yeah, every time. Uh, I actually think they are working on another one. Or no, what was it? Die Hard. There's another Die Hard coming. You can't have enough diehards. Oh, yeah. There's there's never I, too many. So I need more Bruce Willis in my life. Yeah. No, I want to I see him, you know, with a, with a walker as diehard, just, just, you know, whooping on everybody. Um, guns blazing, <laughs> explosions happening, and he's just slowly moving across the screen. 
Oh, Bruce Willis. Uh, let's see, what else? There was a big uh, plug-in release this week from Rocket Genius. Uh, the new version of Gravity Forms is out. And they also redesigned their site and did some cool stuff like that, which it all looks great. I think my favorite is their Fight Club soap reference uh, on their homepage. I think it says, what does it say, Fight? Uh, let me pull it up. Gravity Forms. I know Kevin. Uh, what, do you know his last name? Uh, Kevin, oh, it's Flout? an F. Flout, I believe, but that's Flout? probably wrong. He'll correct us. Something like that, but yeah, he did a great job. I, I Fight think Bling, they did a that's what it says, Fight Bling. Fight Bling. Yeah, no, we, we use Gravity Forms. It's a um, really, really awesome plug-in, and the new update comes with, uh, I think the big stuff were multi-page, multi-page forms, and it also came with the the new releases of their add-ons, the the PayPal subscription add-on and the uh, member registration add-on, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. And um, you know they, they've been in beta for that one. I think I'd have to check our our post on that to see, but I think it's been a couple months, maybe uh, you know, kind of in beta to to members to sort of test everything out to make sure that it worked, just because there were some pretty intense. Um, features that they were adding, but you know, I haven't really heard anything bad uh, since the release. It sounds like uh, kind of waiting to release it publicly like they did was the right way to go. Yeah, they. Uh, I think I guess they released that beta before 3.1 hit and then, you know, maybe fine-tuned some things afterwards, but uh, yeah, that's a great plug-in. I've, I've used it personally, but I know you've got the developer license that you use for, for your stuff, and, and we've got live on WP Candy and uh, it's got some very cool features. Yeah, I'm a fan. Uh, they they have been teasing. Um, I'm sure they all have, but I I, I guess I always see uh, Carl Hancock, uh, one of the Gravity Forms, a really rocket genius team members, teasing their new plugin that they've been working on. I saw it mentioned in the in the chat room. Uh, I have n- no idea what it could be, but I think everybody's excited about what it could be. You know. Cool. Okay, what what did they choose to make really awesome this time around? That's the <laughs> yeah, question. if I was another plug-in developer in whatever uh, arena that's in, I would be nervous. Oh, sure, yeah. I mean, it, it'll, it'll be kind of nice, actually. I'm looking forward to the new one coming out, not so much what it could be or anything else, but to maybe hear them uh, referred to as a group as Rocket Genius rather than the Gravity Forms guys, which I I do that all the time, too, but they are technically Rocket Genius. Gravity Forms is their product. And right. if they start having a couple other products, it'll be, you know, hopefully people start being drawn to referring to them as Rocket Genius. Because I like that name yeah. and I want to use it, but right. it's always it just, just so happens to be Yeah, yeah Gravity Forms just happens to have 100,000 users. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's cool, too, that uh, that number. Um, yep, counter. I'm, I'm impressed that they've made that look. Technically, the counter is 108,000 WordPress installations and counting, so not necessarily users because... They, they could technically have one user with 107,999 installations and then one other customer, but I'm sure that's not the case. That's a good point. <laughs> Either way, it's impressive. It's a lot of plugins that are a lot out of there plugins. Uh, rolling around. You know, there was another plugin uh, that made some news this week, and we've covered it a pretty good bit, actually, for whatever reason. Um, formerly PadPressed, which became OnSwipe and caught some press for raising a million dollars in, in capital, uh, I think, which a lot of people thought was insane. Uh, and now they've gone and partnered up with Automatic. Uh, and they're going to be on 18 million plus WordPress.com blogs. That is some pretty big news uh, to see that partnership happen. I, uh, you wrote that post, right? 
Yeah, I, I did. And I, actually, I I don't remember if I wrote a post about it or not, but OnSwipe had been getting some really high-profile uh, posts. I think I saw them on like Forbes magazine and and something else. And it, I guess, it's part of this whole iPad revolution. I mean, people are going crazy about these tablets, but sure. Um, nevertheless, uh, they were getting some pretty good press, and then all of a sudden, they partner up with Automatic. Um, and I, I have kind of a fledgling WordPress.com blog that I don't really use, but it's nice to have, uh, especially for testing out new stuff that Automatic introduces. Mm-hmm. And I found it interesting, and we had some comments on the post about it, that you know some people were upset because, one, it automatically enabled itself, uh, so it was already enabled, but you can go in. It's, they've got a, a sub-menu uh, where you can go and disable it. But it seems like they had some initial bugs that people were worried about, and I guess it automatically throws a quasi-mobile theme in there. And actually, speaking of uh, Rocket Genius, Carl Hancock was our first comment on that one. And you know, his gripe was that the iPad's capable of displaying real websites, and you know, the, the people keep putting out. Putting out iPad versions of websites. Right. Well, I remember when we were when we had initially posted on OnSwipe as a plugin when it was first released, and I think our post was something about the um, the Flipboard, uh, which is a an iPad app that mm-hmm. does a similar sort of thing. And the, and the founder of Flipboard basically ridiculed their their plugin that kind of took some of their ideas and put it into a WordPress plugin, and if I remember right, even when it was just a sort of a WordPress plugin and doing those things, people were, uh, I remember hearing some comments about that, that, that the iPad doesn't need help making it, um, you know, making things mobile friendly, that the iPad sort of renders everything the way you would want a website to be, which I think is, you know, I, it's a good point. I, I, I've never, I mean, even if I'm most of the time and I, and we're probably not average users, which, you know, all these decisions are made for, 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 you know, not power users or developers or anything like that. They're made for real human beings, <laughs> which I guess we're not <laughs> somehow. Androids or something. But anytime, even from my from my iPhone, if I land on a site and it's using the mobile the mobile theme, because you know, they have you know one of the various mobile plugins or themes enabled, I always get annoyed and go straight to the footer and, and switch it back because I'm looking for the site. You know, half the time. I wouldn't mm-hmm. know how to find what I'm looking for without seeing their site because maybe I'm looking for something that was in a sidebar or I'm looking for maybe just the design or I want to show somebody a site. Uh, I, you know, Some people make the mistake, or I would call it a mistake, of enabling the mobile view through those plugins on an iPad because that's even extra annoying. So it's like, why? I don't, I don't need that. I honestly mm-hmm. haven't played around at all with the new implementation on WordPress.com with OnSwipe, but I can definitely understand that feeling of, hey, I... I should be able to just see the website here, you know. Yeah, I, personally, I'm I'm similar to you. I, I like a mobile theme, but I I think I lean towards going with uh, media queries and targeting, you know, different view sizes so that it doesn't el- eliminate a sidebar or you know, hopefully they would design it to where it wouldn't eliminate it. Sure. Uh, but instead, it you know it pushes the sidebar below the content area because uh, it's not that hard to target the content. You know, I can go to you know, even though even though WP Candy has an app, but not a mobile theme, right. you know, I can du- I can double tap on on the post and still, you know, zoom in on the content. So it's not mm-hmm. a big deal. But I do like when you know somebody designs it with media queries and it automatically does that for me. Just saves me one extra step. Um, and 
you know, there's some other things that I think will come down the line with OnSwipe. Uh, part of what people were talking about with it that was that not so much that it's, you know, so wonderful for browsing and does all these awesome things so people can pinch and swipe and all that good stuff, but, you know, OnSwipe's going to offer this platform to be able to display advertising. Uh, so it'll hold any site in its system so that the sites don't determine what it does. And OnSwipe can hold those sites in a frame that has advertising that OnSwipe and Automatic can make money off of, which is really a good idea. Yeah, so it's it's so OnSwipe now, or at least in its current incarnation, because I know it kind of changed form a, a really a couple times. Well, initially it was PadPress, so that's when it was the plug-in, and uh, sort of changed up a couple times since then. So it's it's ad-driven. That's the idea. Yeah, and I don't know that it's done that yet, but one of the articles I was reading about it was saying that's where the that's where the big deal is with something like OnSwipe is it's kind of a an ad holder for you know sites, but it's it's one that you know in their mind hopefully they can conquer the market and then be this massive provider. Um, you know. Yeah, that's interesting to me. Um, Mostly, well, for me at least, it's because I've I've been really interested in the past few months in how various people make money off of content online. I mean, it's it's something that you know is a big <laughs> industry issue, but you know we've kind of you know are playing with our own uh, you know attempt at an answer to that with the powered by system on WP Candy, trying to allow you know free content to exist and yet still hopefully make some money off of that. Uh, which is still an experiment and not a not a straight up answer or anything like that, but you know it's our playing around with it. So it's interesting to see advertising specifically on mobile devices versus you know on the site because I know WordPress.com uses ads pretty sparingly. Um, you know the the honestly you probably won't ever notice them at all on any sites. I think the most that you know they've got some inter- some formula that they use for for implementing ads that basically means very few people ever see them but the idea of charging whether visually charging you know using ads or charging um with money uh to access in different ways i think is an interesting way to maybe solve that problem i mean we made an app that cost 99 cents uh which you know gives you all the content for free it i guess it just charges you know a one time fee to access it on a different device you know, which is which is one sort of idea. I think the um, you mentioned it on Twitter, something about the New York Times new <laughs> subscription model, which kind of takes that idea and and does it in a really probably not very user friendly way in the way it charges. Yeah, that. man, I don't know. I I'm subscribed to Five Thirty Eight, which is just one of the blogs on New York Times, mm-hmm. and for one, they break my first rule, which is only giving me the uh, you know the excerpt and the feed reader. Uh, but I have consciously not clicked on articles this just this week and said, you know, that's just not interesting enough for me. I'm not wasting one of my 20 free views on this. Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I kind of chidingly uh, I tweeted out that, you know, the WP Candy uh, monthly powering system of $5 a month is a lot cheaper than the New York Times uh, subscription. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> And I know everybody, you know, they value WP Candy so much more than the New York Times. Oh, clearly. I mean, that's that's no question. Yeah. So it's really a no-brainer Obviously. that people need to, to go to <laughs> WPCandy.com slash is slash powered. 
I need to get a short URL for that. I need to make it like slash power or something like that and send it over. So we can just say it in one in one breath. I'm just but, yeah. continuing my marketing role here. Oh, absolutely. I, I won't argue with that. Anybody can do that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think they're... I think the New York Times thing is an interesting attempt, you know, also, but rather than charging sort of a one-time fee for different access on mobile devices or different devices, whatever they may be, via an app or something else, charging the ongoing and then more depending on which device you use, I think that's a bit much. Uh, yeah. When, whenever, especially, I mean, with you, I mean, you'd probably if they had sort of one neat monthly charge, you'd probably look at that if it gave you, you know, full access. Instead, it's like, you know, basically punishing you. I think I, somebody, either on a on a blog or Twitter, said that uh, it, it essentially punishes you for wanting to see the site in different places. You know, for wanting to use your phone or your iPad or whatever else. Yeah, uh, not to talk too much about the New York Times, but their subscription <laughs> model was so screwy. I mean, it had it was like if you get it on on your desktop and your iPhone, it's a price, and if you get it on your desktop and your iPad, it's a higher price, and if you get it on all three, it's this ridiculous price. Right. Uh, it, it just makes no sense to me. But, you know, we all know that content is expensive. I mean, both of us, you especially, uh, I mean, you're you're a robot on, on blog posts. And it's uh, it takes a lot of time. And, you know, I, I, I tend to, I like to think you do it in your sleep because I wake up and there's four or five <laughs> new posts in my in I, my I wish that was the case. It would be a lot easier if that was the case. <laughs> I have a feeling it has more to do with uh, black coffee. Yes, it does. Uh, hey, no, that's true. I do. I do like black coffee, even though. And this is this is a reference nobody will get. But uh, <laughs> somebody, uh, uh, the person you were talking to on Twitter, he's totally fired. <laughs> I'll, he's I'll fire fired. him. He's done. You're fired. Yeah. No, I do like black coffee. All, all he did was threaten your soul. Exactly. No, just talking down my soul. No big deal. Uh, that's black. Old for everybody else out there, just like he likes his coffee at 3 a.m. when he's <laughs> pumping out uh, posts for WP Candy. Yeah. So I, I, it sounds like I need to I, I need to spend some more time with uh, with OnSwipe on WordPress.com and see what they're doing. I think it could be, you know, I mean there there are tons of models to try out for how do you you know how do we make money but still keep content free. Uh, nobody really knows the answer to that yet. I, I don't. And I don't. I don't think there is one answer. I mean. Jeff was saying in the chat, and obviously based on all these news organizations that get millions and millions of page views, you know, there's some revenue in advertising, but it's not an end-all, be-all. Uh, but then, of course, if you show advertising, people will say, well, why the heck do you want to charge me for content? Um, so part of it might have to be, you know, a general transition and thought for people to understand that content is expensive. Uh, and content providers, hopefully... Uh, can can make some money to to put food on the table, whether it's uh, through advertising and affiliate links or subscription models, or you know even a few months ago I talked about Cling, which is this one that's like a pay per view basically uh, on a post, so you can pay fifteen to ninety nine cents and it'll be connected to your Google account or to your uh, you know your uh, Open ID, PayPal, whatever the heck you have some some money tied up in, mm-hmm. and It'll automatically, you know, start to deduct money as you view stuff. But you know, that kind of gives the same attitude as these twenty free posts to the New York Times. It's like, hmm, am I going to click on this link on on Twitter for uh, for a quarter? It's going to cost me a quarter to view this post. Yeah. Uh, and and you know, that's kind of why I guess 
you came up with a, a system, the value for value type of system and right. uh, community powered site. So I think it's been an interesting experiment so far and has gone relatively well. Uh, we're not 100% powered and uh, people can do that. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I think I think I might be able to connect this directly back to WordPress in, in a way. Do it. Uh, okay. So Matt uh, Mullenweg created Automatic at least in part to be a way to support the WordPress project. Uh, and this is, you know, we won't get into sort of the uh, various open source methodologies used to support projects like it. There are different models, but the one that he, at least as an unofficial backer to WordPress.org, uh, created automatic to sort of help. Uh, and, and it is, it's one of the biggest um, supporters of WordPress as a project. So what if the same sort of ideas necessary for content, for news, for things like that. What if you have to create, uh, or what if one option maybe could be creating sort of auxiliary services or businesses or products or whatever they may be and putting all of the weight into that uh, in terms of making money and, and sending you know uh, revenue through that and then keeping the content free? I mean, maybe that's, mo- maybe that's a, the kind of model for content that we're looking at for the future. Yeah, to where you're, that's kind of what I was just saying in the chat, where you're not just providing content, but you're giving, you're giving great content and then you're asking people to pay for a product, uh, right. no matter what, what kind of revenue or what type of avenue that, that product goes down, uh, whether it's a physical product or, or some other, you know, limited access or whatever. Related service uh, of some sort. Yeah, related service, you know, like Automatic does with, with Vault Press and, you know some of their pay to kismet services and mm-hmm. and other right. things and you know in the end that's just necessary because you know we can't we can't live for free and get free content uh, right. forever well there's going to be a limit to it i mean everybody you know uh everybody has sort of a limit to their sweet spot when it comes to writing or anything else and so you're going to have to you know hire people and do different things i mean and i'm just talking on sort of our small scale of blogging you know those sorts of things i mean it's it's a different it's a different sort of ball game when you're talking about the massive guys like new york times or you know uh places with giant budgets already you know those sorts of decisions are different than i guess what i what i tend to think about uh i i guess my focus tends to be on okay how do you take a, a site that is maybe our size to you know a mashable size or or something like that you know how do you grow it to that next step uh, I have to think that whether you do it yourself or, or whether, because I see uh, um, Jeff uh, Chandler in the in the chat room saying, "Well, I don't want to do I don't want to do services or consulting or extra stuff." I feel like to grow it from one point to another, at some point, if you don't do it yourself, somebody's going to end up having to do that, you know, for you. I mean, we saw today um, WP Vibe uh, just to transition into another story that we have uh, WP Vibe, another WordPress blog went up on Flippa for sale. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, on a long enough time frame, either a site will become self-sustaining by adopting services or, you know, being acquired or something like that, or it'll be handed off to somebody who will, you know. And I think with, you know, with WP Vibe, it, it was a no-brainer for uh, Dre Armada and I uh, forget the other guy, John, I think. Jonathan Dingman. Thanks. The other guy. That's what I am on WP Candy. <laughs> there you go. Ryan and whoever that other guy is. <laughs> He's in a hotel. I don't know. His name's Jonathan Dingman. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they both have other successful businesses that they're focusing their time on now, so it only makes sense that they, you, you know, move away from sort of their side projects that they had going. Uh, 
Um, and so they put it up on Flippa. That's that's on the blog. I'll put it in the show notes. Uh, people can go check that out if they're interested in picking up a WordPress blog. Um, a noble endeavor. I'll say it again. <laughs> yeah. I You know, technically, I guess they would be a competitor, but I really don't think there's room for, for that in our... Uh, in our little niche we've got going on, I don't. I think the people that are going after these sites, you know, they can't get enough. I mean, I know yeah, I no, read I mean, them yeah. candy, obviously, and then you know, I'm always really? I read every I, post. I don't read that site. That, site <laughs> that site sucks. That sucks. <laughs> but you know, I'm I'm also reading uh, you know pretty much every post at WP Tavern and mm-hmm. Web uh, Blog Tools Collection and and WP Vibe, and uh, you know, hopefully somebody will pick that up and. Really, for a pretty cheap price, for you know, I was just talking about this at lunch today with uh, another person that actually uh, knows a little bit about WordPress, and uh, you know, just a massive market, and uh, there are relatively few pro- providers of, of products or, or, or content in in our area, in my opinion. So there's plenty of room, and hopefully somebody will pick up WP Vibe and 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 run with it. Yeah, I'm I'm curious uh, in the in the post that. Uh that went up about it. The the question posed at the end is basically, you know, if not WP Vibe, you know, I'm curious just personally, what are folks looking at maybe starting up a WordPress community site looking to do now? You know, what what kind of areas are they looking to play with? Uh, mainly just because I'm interested in what's missing. You know, what isn't out there right now? And there's plenty. You know, there's a ton, but um, it, it's it's an interesting fertile ground in the sense that any any WordPress person who really gets into WordPress and loves WordPress, well, one of the first things everybody thinks about, well, I'm going to blog about WordPress then. <laughs> you know, I you know just started blogging. What should I talk about? Well, I'm going to talk about using WordPress, which is sort of that meta infinite circle, you know, which always keeps keeps going and is is you know prime for uh, teasing ourselves about. But in that sense, there's there's always going to be more. You know, more sites uh, start up, you know, like ours, like others that, that want to, you know, do something to contribute back to WordPress in some way. Uh, so it's, it's not going to stop. You know, these sites are still going to keep popping up. And I guess I'm interested in seeing how each one can complement the other. Because I really don't think, uh, honestly, I don't think right now there is much direct competition in the WordPress blogging space. I think everybody complements each other in a different way. You know, I think all the sure. sites are distinctly different. And draw different audiences, and draw you know maybe different kinds of content and interest there. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't see any of these, I don't see anybody um, as competitors to us. Uh, just because, yeah. not because you know it's not competition, but because it's not. I don't think it's that kind of playing field right now. Yeah, and either way, in the end, I mean, it takes time and, and energy. So uh, even though you know it kind of seems like a small percentage succeed at the same time you got to think how many are putting in those extra hours uh to put something out there that's great content and and something that people need uh so in 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 the end i mean we each have to work hard to make sure that we're putting out something that's interesting because people aren't going to read anything if it's not interesting we can't just expect to make money off of uh off of bad content absolutely um yeah, so uh, we were talking to, right before we started the podcast, and I kind of want to bring this up again because I think it might be interesting to do uh, various WordCamps that are coming up and, and what's going on with these. Uh, I'm actually pulling up the WordCamp schedule that's at central.wordcamp.org and checking out what's new. I guess I could just check our category on the site, but I already said I, I hate that stupid site, so <laughs> why, why would I want to do that? 
Yeah. So well. we have uh, WordCamp Seattle will be the next one. That's April 16th in Seattle, Washington. Uh, WP Candy will be there um, in case folks are going to be at that one. We'll have uh, shirts and candy and cool stuff like that. And that one's thanks to the Theme Foundry. Uh, yes. To Joni. Yeah. Uh, worth repeating, and we'll definitely uh, tweet out their information that week to make sure everybody knows uh, who's responsible for sending us there. That's pretty cool. Then are a couple camps that I can say we probably won't be making it to. WordCamp <laughs> Switzerland and WordCamp Paris are in May. Uh, I don't think we'll be venturing outside of the, the continental United States this year, but maybe well, next year. I was going to be in Paris for the weekend anyway, so well, yeah, you want me you to know, go? I mean, you can't, you know, if, it, if it works out, it works out. You know, what can you do? Yeah. Um, we we keep a family orchard over there. Yeah, you know, what, yeah, you got you got to do what you got to do. So uh, yeah. as long as it works out, then there's WordCamp Toronto, uh, which is in Canada, May fourteenth. Maybe uh, that's a maybe for me. I might see. Then WordCamp Orange County, also May fourteenth. Well, that'll be tough. <laughs> uh, uh, Canada versus Orange County, right? So, uh, one way or another, we'll, we'll, we'll be looking for some uh, contributors to the site to help us out in one of those locations, because we can only be at one. Um, then there's WordCamp Raleigh, uh, which is May 21st, and at that point, we're, you know, two months out, so it's probably as, as far as it's worth looking right now. So, just a few of the WordCamps coming up. Um, it's not, uh, not an incredibly busy couple of months, uh, like June and July will be for WordCamps. That, that looks like when the real sort of concentration of events will start happening all over. Uh, it looks like seven or eight events during that. There's six six right now, but I think a couple aren't listed. Mm-hmm. Um, so plenty of stuff happening all over the place. I think we were talking right before the show started about WordCamp Chicago and how that looks like it is going to happen this year, but there are no dates or specifics about that. So uh, nothing really to say except that there are some organizers that look like they want to do it. So It's um, good. Yeah, we'll we'll see what uh, free weekend they find uh, this year. Hopefully free. I mean, honestly, at some point, you know, you you've got a there's going to be some conflicts here. You know, people are going to have to start making choices, and I guess not be crazy people like we are and travel across the country to go to a word camp. They're going to have to start you are closer to home. Yeah, yeah, me. You're the crazy robot. I'm the crazy robot. All right, all right, I can I can take that. Crazy not. robot powered by by black coffee apparently. <laughs> yeah. Which explains no soul. Yeah, robots don't have souls. Are you crazy? That's impossible. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think most of the people that would go to a WordCamp are, are, of course, I don't know, but I, I wouldn't think that they're, you know, from more than a hundred miles out. Now, I, I would think eighty percent of those people are fairly local, and they want to hear about WordPress from somewhat of a user's experience. And then there's a solid crew, it seems, at least, that, do, that you know, they do travel, especially for the bigger ones. Um, well, I think uh, with the, with, which one was it? With WordCamp Phoenix. Phoenix. With Phoenix, I uh, we focused more on interviews with people, uh, with, with people, with uh, the speakers. And we did a bunch of interviews, um, probably, you know, probably a dozen, something like that. And then in Miami, we put the focus more on the live blogging, you know, so one got the emphasis mm-hmm. over the other. I think uh, for Seattle, we'll probably keep the focus on the live blogging, but then when it comes to interviews, because, you know, not that the speakers aren't interesting, but, uh, you know, I kind of reflected on it. And it's like, well, we can, we, can, we can get in touch with these speakers 
mostly any time. You know, I'm, I, we have a decent, you know, we have a decent track record tracking people down on Skype, you know, for a video interview or audio interview or whatever. So I'm not, you know, it's not like it's cool to meet them and talk to them and stuff in person, but as far as interviewing them, well, we can do that anytime. What I want to do in Seattle, which I'm, is going to be fun to do, is actually try to talk to the attendees and try to find out why they're at a word camp. You know, what are they doing there? Because mm-hmm. those are the people that we'll never see again. You know, odds are, like, the you know, get lost in the in the shuffle. They may never come to an event or you don't come to the same events or whatever. So I'm actually going to put the emphasis uh, in Seattle on interviewing individuals that are attending and see whether they're local, whether they flew from somewhere, what they use WordPress for, stuff like that. So that should be interesting, hopefully. Uh, or mm-hmm. it'll suck and nobody will ever see it, but hopefully it'll be good. <laughs> it'll be awesome. I'm sure it'll go great. So what's the first one? What's the first WordCamp you're going to attend, Brian? Uh, WordCamp Atlanta. I'm hoping to go to. I'm actually looking it up as we speak because it's one of those ones that's not on WordCamp Central, but I know they scheduled it. I think it's going to be the same uh, May seventh, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, the same weekend as uh, Switzerland. Oh no. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm going to have to miss Switzerland. I can still make Paris though. Can't yeah, miss okay. the orchard. Well, good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but WordCamp Atlanta is going to be the 6th and the 7th. I, we posted about that back in February when that went down. I hadn't heard too much since then other than a couple of Birmingham people that I, I keep track of, I think, had submitted some proposals. So I assume that's going along well, and I hope to attend once they get tickets out. Absolutely. Uh, I look forward to attending again. I think I missed. I think I missed the last one. Maybe I attended the last the one. last WordCamp Atlanta. No, I feel like I was there. I I have a I have a bad, not short term memory, but in the past like two years, like <laughs> I, I'm bad at determining. Like so, right now it's 2011. I would have a really hard time discerning between an event that happened in my life in 2010 versus 2009. Like which summer something happened, I uh, I'm mostly lost. I know it happened in the past three years. I was there, but <laughs> as far as exactly yes. what year, I'm lost. Uh, I'll, I'll just anyway. Neither here nor Somebody there. needs to submit a ticket on on <laughs> yeah. Ryan Bot track. Yeah, no uh, trouble. Um, but I have been there before, and we actually have some friends uh, in Atlanta um, uh, that uh, we'll probably go and stay with, maybe a little bit longer than the event. But uh, this will actually be, assuming that that's the first one, uh, this will be the first time I actually meet you in person, which will be probably weird. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I only say that because I've met, uh, you know, a few people after knowing them sort of, quote-unquote, online, and then and meeting them in person. And it's always, it's not, it's uh, weird's the wrong word for it. It's it's surreal, because you're you're connecting now, you know. You're just going to be in awe. You're connecting, ex- exper- it's, it's like a connecting experiences you've had with somebody that you've never met in person. And so it's it's kind of trying to synthesize those two into one is always kind of a, hey, hi, yeah. Okay, this will stop being weird soon, but oh yeah, it'll be good. Uh, I totally agree. Actually, that happened to me uh, last week when I went to the the Birmingham meetup because, you know, a couple of those people I'd followed on Twitter, and even though they lived in Birmingham, I didn't know them. Uh, You know, I kind of felt like I did, and it was even more weird when you talk about something that they'd said in a blog post or just somewhere online, and you say, "Oh yeah, I remember you talking about that," but then you then then you think back to yourself, and this is the first time I've ever met you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the feeling. Hopefully, at least our our Skype conversations will uh, help help lessen the blow. Well, we'll, have to, we'll have to do yeah. we'll have to try doing a, a podcast in person during Atlanta. Yeah. I mean that's that's a no brainer. 
we could videotape your reaction to seeing me in person. There we go. We got to make sure that, that awkwardness. Well, that's just and gonna that's just gonna encourage me to be more awkward, though. Yeah. <laughs> There's a video. It's like okay, well, I really have to play this up because if you can't tell that it's weird, then you know the video won't, won't be any good. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking here. I don't think there's anything else big. I do see him in the chat room, so I wanted to uh, congratulate Mark McWilliams on his first uh, post on WP Candy. That's pretty awesome. Uh, always cool to see new contributors like that. Yeah, I've been bugging Mark for a while. He, he hey, is, it works. Pestering people yeah. works. You know? Oh, I pestered him. He's <laughs> he's more on top of things, though, than, than pretty much anybody else I see online. And, uh, you know, I see him you know, at reply to somebody, uh, and and he's always wanting the details, and uh, I think he's the, the perfect type of contributor for WP Candy, but hopefully uh, not the not the last one to join us, so the more the merrier. Absolutely. Well, the more the merrier, the merrier equals, you know, less work for everybody to do, which is always good. That's uh, right. Uh, that's definitely the merrier. Some, but aside from looking at the list, I think that's pretty much it. Do you want to head into picks? So uh, like sure. you already had one prep, so I, I know you're ready to go. So you're gonna default to me? Yeah, well, I think uh, I, I think I do, usually do, but this time <laughs> again, yes, I will. Yeah, I, I downloaded a Chrome extension. Actually, I guess hmm. uh, you know we've had all the browser uh, updates over the past couple of weeks with IE9 and Mozilla 4 battling it out. Well, right before those happened, I actually made the full time switch to Chrome. Uh, so I've been playing with some of the apps, and I downloaded after the 3.2 post when it was talking about these distraction-free writing tools. Uh, I searched on the Chrome App Store for any that they may have, you know, that are browser-based, and I found one called Write Space, like W-R-I-T-E Write Space, and it lets you do a little bit of custom CSS to where you can define a background and your font size and serif or non-serif and your, your line height, and you can kind of make it fit you and it's got two different writing views one where it's just like a tab in your browser and then it, there's another one that it takes up the entire screen um, so I you know I downloaded it I, I made it something that you know fit what was comfortable to my eye and I wrote for a little while and I guess it was good I mean it was, I don't know I don't know that this is going to be my biggest need for for WordPress but you know it was cool uh, as far as the ones I found on Chrome, it seemed like a good one, and it was right space. So, fun to at least give it a go. Yeah, it actually the the look of it reminds me of uh, Write Room, which is what I've, which is the it's a Mac app that I use uh, to sort of draft those longer form posts uh, when we do those. So very cool. Um, I you know like I said before, I'm not extremely well versed in the different full screen um, experiences, but. You know, I, I can see their need, I guess. Yeah, for certain folks, for sure. So, uh, and that's, uh, what was the URL for that again? So I can remember for the... Uh, I just would search for it in the Chrome App Store. Gotcha, okay. And that's right space. Let me write that down. Cool. So, I for, do you remember, have I ever uh, listed live uh, a live blogging plugin in my picks? Have I ever done that before? I don't think you have. Okay. I'll use this one because see, typically when it comes to the picks, I I don't you know prepare things like that. I, I typically pull up and I say, okay, well, what have I why? played with? <laughs> yeah, why would I do that? Uh, I typically pull up a list of you know from some site that I've been working on or WP Candy or something and say, okay, well, what new stuff have I added and kept? You know, uh, some you know typically adding new things and trying them and then deleting them. 
the one that I tried a few weeks back, it had to be before... I think it, Phoenix was the first time we used it, so it's been a, a solid couple months now. It, it's called Live Blogging. Uh, I'll put the link in the show notes, but it's the, the author, uh, it's a WordPress plugin. The author is Chris Northwood, uh, if that helps, if you just happen to be searching while listening. Uh, and what live blogging does, and I think I was explaining this to a couple people at WordCamp Miami, uh, you know, people said, well, how do you do the, you know, what exactly do you use for the live blogging on the site? And what it does is it creates a custom post type on your site called live blog entries. Uh, and then you choose a post or a page on your site, uh, and you check a box, it adds sort of a meta box to the add new post or page screen, and you check it and say, make this, uh, I guess, live either enable live blog, I think it's enable live blogging. And so you mm-hmm. check it and then specify sort of which live blog it belongs to. So then then everything else you do is through the live blog entries, custom post types, you add new posts, and each one that you add uh, adds it to the screen of that page or post that you selected. So I'm, it might be a little bit confusing trying to explain it here, but uh, if it makes any sense, it, it does live blogging in a way that really works. You don't have to you know do a lot of crazy work. I think we might have tweaked a few settings here or there just to make it work a certain way. Um, but out of the box, it, it does exactly what you would want. Um, it's really cool. Yeah, I remember I threw up a few posts with it, and it keeps it in the, a post view, so it keeps each entry separated on the admin side. Right. Uh, but it'll live update to the user. Yeah, it's a, it's a good one. Yeah, and the, one of the just you know the little things are sort of what makes it nice when you add a post, and you know it gives you the same kind of add new screen as as anything else would. As you add them, you know, you publish, and it pulls up a new blank screen. So you're not having to go and click Add New again. It just refreshes the page with a new empty live blog entry, which is, you know, those nice touches like that are kind of what, what make that fun to use. So do it does think, actually make it fun to, to live blog. Do you think that something like that, because I know I should throw this on you right now, okay. uh, do you think something like that could be integrated with Posty to where, hmm. you know, you have like a couple of power attendees you know, like a couple of people you trust at the WordCamp where right. they could email and live blog from their email. That'd be awesome. It's an interesting idea. Uh, there's no reason. Yeah, why don't you get on that? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Giving me some work. Uh, I mean, if it, you know, you could always just, you know, create a, a guest account or give them access to an account and let them do it that way. But that wouldn't be as cool as emailing, I guess, to a blog. Yeah. Why would you do that? Yeah. No, I mean, it, but it uses all, it uses, um, you know, standard WordPress functions. So there's no reason why that couldn't; those two couldn't be integrated together. Yeah. Hmm. So that's the right space, which is for Chrome and uh, live blogging for WordPress. Those are the picks this hmm. week. I did want to mention, and I, I didn't add this to the list. Uh, I guess I just trusted my skills of recollection, which I already said are terrible. Um, I'm going to put this up on the site, but we're actually going to add a new power buy option for the podcast. Now that we're making it more regular, we're going to add sort of a producership. Uh, a producership? That's not a word. We uh, called it the power hour last time. Was it the power hour? Oh, the man, power okay. hour. That, I kind of no, like, don't like that anymore. Now I like producership <laughs> again. <laughs> but uh, we've got it, yeah, may, maybe the power hour if we can keep it. We typically do keep it to an hour. Um, but... It, it, it'll be somewhat similar to the power post, the sort of $10 a post sort of thing. Uh, we'll probably leave it open so that there can be, you know, multiple powers for a podcast uh, to sort of 
you know, help cover the, the time and cost for that. So expect that uh, information to be going up on the blog soon. And what else is coming up? Well, I, I think I think that's it. Rem- reminder about the Renix uh, coupon code that's on the site under the interview section. And that expires in a couple days. And anything else you can think of? Not that I can think of. Cool. All right, well, uh, I think that does it for episode 17. You can, uh, of course, subscribe to the site in various ways at WPCandy.com. Now you can catch us in the WordPress uh, Planet dashboard feed, uh, even though you shouldn't unsubscribe from us. That would be silly. Uh, you can if you want, which is no big deal. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Ryan Immel, uh, Brian's at Krogsgard, and we'll catch you next week.